We're in Yavamos, the very bottom of Samach Beis Omenal, 62a. And our learning should be a merit for Avi Chaim ben Chava for a speedy and complete recovery. We're in the middle of discussing the mitzvah of Puru to have children. And the Gemara now says as follows, again, a new topic within this overall topic of Puru of uh, the mitzvah to have children. Itmar, it was stated, a very important discussion here. What happens if a person has children? They have a boy and a girl. And let's say one or both of them die. Did they fulfill the mitzvah of Puruvu? Did they fulfill the mitzvah of having children? Ravuna says that they did fulfill the mitzvah. They fulfilled the mitzvah even though they died. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, they did not fulfill the mitzvah. What is the reasoning behind both positions? So the Gemara explains. Rabbi says that they fulfilled the mitzvah because of the statement of Ravasi. Ravasi says that Mashiach doesn't come until all of the neshamos that are in this... Uh, uh, we have these neshamos, these souls that are waiting to come into this world. They're left in the uh, storage house. And uh, they're waiting to come into this world to fulfill their mission. Um, until they all come into existence, so then Mashiach will not come. Um, and they quote the verse to, to show this that uh, there are these neshamos that are that that are waiting to come down until Mashiach comes, um, and so this really highlights the idea uh, that pruvu the mitzvah to have children is so that you give the ability for this neshama for this soul to exist in this world, however long it exists for it to accomplish its mission in life, whether it's it's in a very unfortunate scenario where they die young or whether they live a long life. The point, according to Rav Huna, of Pruvu, of procreation, the mitzvah to have children, is to have them exist in the world for them to fulfill the mission. If they fulfill their mission, so then, uh, and if they die young, so then still you still fulfill the mitzvah. That is the position of Rav Huna. Rav Yochanan argues, Rav Yochanan Amar Lokim Priya Varivya. You did not fulfill the mitzvah of Pruvu. Of having children, why Lashevas Yitzara Ba'inan Vahaleka? Because in the end of the day, the purpose of Puru of having children is to have children that exist in the world and continue to exist, and that they will have potential to have uh, more children and to continue uh, that chain. To continue that chain, well, they will they will then also have uh, children themselves. In fact, this dispute is not just about if their children die, but also if their children are don't have the ability. Uh, to have children themselves. If they are a Sris or an Islandess, they don't have, have the physical capabilities to have children. So then Rav Huna would say you still fulfill the mitzvah because it's not about continuing it to the next generation, uh, but it's about the fact that you've, you've, you have a child now who is living their life. And uh, that's what the mitzvah is about. Rav Yochanan says, no, it's about giving them the potential. You're giving your children the potential uh, to uh, to then have more ch- to have more children to continue uh, the chain um, to the next generation. Um, and so that's the position of Rabbi Yochanan. We, in fact, follow this position of Rabbi Yochanan. As we'll see there's a question on Rav Huna. And there are two mitzvahs. There are two mitzvahs that exist when a person passes away, potential mitzvahs when a person passes away at the time of death. Um, there is the mitzvah of Yerusha, to be Morish, uh, to give over 
their estate to their children um, or to their family, to their closest relatives. And then there's another mitzvah of this mitzvah of having children, that because a person never knows whether or not they fulfilled this mitzvah until they pass away at the moment of death. So then we see, did they have, did they leave children who have the potential to have children themselves? Um, so then that's when they fulfill the mitzvah. And it's at that moment of death in which we uh, figure out whether or not they fulfilled this mitzvah of puravu, of having children. The Gemara now asks, Mesave, turning the page to 62b, the Gemara now asks, Anruvhuna, and we will discuss this line uh, over the next couple of lines of the Gemara. It says, B'nei banim harehin kebanim. There is a phrase that says, grandchildren are like children, halachically are like children. They, uh, the Gemara now assumes right now, as a question on Rufuna, that it's not just that they are like children, but they can in fact, the question assumes they could replace uh, children from a halachic perspective with regards to the mitzvah of pruvu, of having children, meaning as follows. The question is, what happens if a person has children? We follow the position of Rabbi Yochanan, let's say, although this is a, we'll see this is a question on Ruhuna. A person has children, they have a boy and a girl. Let's say the boy uh, then has his own son, um, and so there's also a grandson, but the son passes away before the father. So then do we say uh, that um, the son now could replace, uh, the the grandson could replace the son. So this is what the Brisa seems to be saying. B'nei banam harehin kebanam, he could replace uh, the son. Um, and the assumption here is that we're dealing with a case where uh, the son died and he could really replace, the grandson can now replace the son. That All this implies that if the son were to die without a grandson, so then he would not fulfill, the father would not fulfill the mitzvah of having children. So that implies like Rav Yochanan. This seems to all be in line with Rav Yochanan, who says that if a person dies, so then, if sorry, if their child dies, so then they have not yet fulfilled the mitzvah of having children. It's true. If they leave a grandson, so then they did fulfill the mitzvah. But not if uh, they have a son who passed away, unfortunately, and doesn't have children of his own. So that seems to be like Rav Yochanan. So the Gemara says, no, kitanya hi lahashlam. No, this fits with Ravuna. Ravuna would say that what this Bryson means is something totally different. It means what happens if a person has a son, the son is still alive, he doesn't pass away, um, or even if he passes away, it doesn't make a difference, but he has a son, and that son has a daughter. So you have your son from your one son, and then you have a granddaughter. So in the end of the day, you have a boy and girl. It's not your own boy and girl. You have a boy, you had your own son. Your son now has... A daughter. So in the end of the day, uh, you brought into the world, it could be indirectly, but you brought into the world a boy and a girl. It was through your son, and then your son had a daughter and your granddaughter. So that's what Ravuna is saying. That that's how you fulfill the mitzvah of Puravu, of having a son and a daughter. Um, it doesn't have to be your own daughter. It could be a granddaughter. And that's what the Brisa means. It doesn't mean that the son passes away, because according to Ravuna, even if the son does pass away, you still fulfill the mitzvah. What we're discussing here is, let's say you only have a son, you only have one child, you could still fulfill the mitzvah, says Ravuna, through your grandkids. That son could have a daughter, and then you have a, uh, you fulfill the mitzvah of Pruvu because you have a son and a granddaughter. Okay, but the Gemara now is going to ask from a similar b'risa, but it's going to explain exactly what the case is, which will be a question on Ravuna. Mesave, b'nei banim harayahim kebanim, grandchildren are like children. What does that mean? Mes echamehem, let's say one of the children passes away. Ocean um, or 
they are found to be a Sris. They are found to be somebody who's not able to have children on their own. Physically, they're not able to have children. Low key and pre of Rivia. They have not fulfilled the mitzvah of Pruvu, of having children. So that is clearly going against Rav Huna. That fits with Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan says that if, they, if their child passes away or if they're not able to have children, then they have not fulfilled the mitzvah of Pruvu. It's about giving, having children who have the potential to then have children of their own. If they pass away, if they're not able physically to have children, so then they have not fulfilled the mitzvah. So that's a question on Rav Huna. Rav Huna says that you have fulfilled the mitzvah. So Tiyufta, it really is, it's a question on Rav Huna, and as we pointed out before, uh, we do follow the position of Rav Yochanan. Halachically, we follow the position of Rav Yochanan, and you will not know whether or not you fulfilled the mitzvah of Puravu until you, a person's death. Okay, on this topic now, the Gemara will have a few lines devoted to B'nai Banim Hareim Kabanim, to this topic, to this idea that our grandchildren are like children. So again, according to Yochanan, what this means is that if you have a son or daughter who then has their own children, uh, and then the son or daughter passes away during the lifetime of the father, so then could the grandkids take the, uh, fulfill the, because you have grandkids, so then the grandkids could in fact um, uh, continue that, and you still fulfill the mitzvah of Peruvu, even though the son or daughter passes away, but they have their own children. Um, so what this means, just to clarify, is that, um, well, let's see the Gemara. The Gemara itself will try to help clarify this. Rabbi wanted to say, let's say a person has a son. So if that son then has a son, so you have a son and a grandson, so if the son passes away, so then you still fulfill the mitzvah of, in terms of having a, a, a boy through your grandson. Ubrasa lebrasa, um, and also if you have a daughter, and that daughter then has a daughter, but the daughter, so you have a daughter and a granddaughter. The daughter passes away. Well, still, since you have a granddaughter, through that daughter, you still have that mitzvah because you have that daughter, who's in existence. So that is makes sense. Abai now says ubrasa v'kolshikin bra lebrasa. He says also if your daughter has a son, and then the daughter passes away, uh, so then the son, the grandson will continue uh, the legacy of the daughter, and to therefore you fulfill the mitzvah of a brasa libra lo. But Abayah says that if your son has a daughter, so then that granddaughter cannot do it for the son. Now, it's important to note that the gura, the Vilna Gom, mentions the version of the Rambam. The version of the Rambam is different. The Maimonides is different. He says that according to Abayah, what Abayah is saying is that it's if it's the son's son or the daughter's daughter, so then the granddaughter could could replace the I could con- I wouldn't say replace. God forbid. We could continue the legacy of the daughter and uh, fulfill the the mitzvah of pruravu of having children through the granddaughter. Or if it's the son's son, you fulfill the mitzvah. But if it was flipped, it was flipped that if the daughter had a son, or if the son had a daughter, according to Abaye, you wouldn't, because it has to be that the males have their their uh, continuation is through. Uh, the son, and then for the daughters, it's the daughter. But if it was flipped, it would not, in fact, work. That is the position of Abai. Rava argues. Amrali Rava. Rava says, no. No, what are you talking about? As long, Even if it's uh, the daughter's son, or if it's the son's daughter, in the end of the day, you're con- they're continuing um, uh, that daughter's or that son's uh, legacy and uh, allowing the, the chain to continue. So regardless of whether or not uh, well, even if it's the son's daughter or the daughter's son, you still fulfill the mitzvah of Puravu because in the end of the day, that daughter or that son 
has continued uh, the chain, and that's what is needed. So that's that's the position of Rava. Uh, but the Gemara now points out the Kuli Alma Mios Mechad Lo. Everybody agrees, says the Gemara, that what we're discussing here is that a person has two children. They have a son and a daughter. So the son then has a son, or has a daughter, according to Rava. And then the son passes away, you still fulfill the mitzvah through the son. Uh, or if you had the daughter who passes away but left also children of her own, you fulfill the mitzvah. However, the Gemara says that let's say you only had one son, or you had one daughter, and that one son or daughter had two children, that everybody agrees to. Rava also agrees that you have not fulfilled the mitzvah because it's your obligation to have uh, the two children, not for your, not to have a son or daughter who then has two children. So you have to have two children. However, you could still fulfill the mitzvah, even if one of your children, God forbid, God forbid, passes away. If they have their own children, you still continue that, uh, but you still have to have two children of your own. Everybody agrees that you would have to have two children of your own. So the Gemara now asks, is that really true? You have to have two children of your own? Uh, but Rabbanan, the Rabbanan said, the rabbi said to Rav Sheshas, Rav Sheshas only had um, a daughter. He only had a daughter, and they said, and his wife passed away. So they said, Nesiv of Olid Bani Why don't you marry somebody? You should get married and have another and have a son. So what did he say? He said back, No. Bnei Brasi Bani Nenu. He says, What are you talking about? No, my daughter's son is my is is acting fulfills I fulfill the mitzvah through my daughter's son, even though I don't have two children of my own. My daughter has a son. And so I have a daughter and a grandson, so that's how I fulfill the mitzvah. So we see that you, you, according to Rosheshis, you only have to have one child, and even if that child then has a child, so then that's how you fulfill the mitzvah. So they, so that, so that's what it seems to be. So the Gemara says, no, Hasam No, Rosheshis was just giving an answer, even though Rosheshis knew that that was an incorrect answer, but he was just trying to push him aside. Why? Because Rosheshis Yaker himself, he he was not able to have children anymore. So he he didn't need he, there was no need for him to get married, uh, with regards to the to the halachas of pruravu the halachas of having children, because he wasn't didn't have the ability he lost the ability to have children he was a shris he was he was un, he's unable to have children so it didn't make a difference anyway so he he didn't want to say that publicly so he pushed him off with a different answer even though it was halachically incorrect and he knew it was halachically incorrect in the end of the day you need to have uh, two children in order to fill the mitzvah you have to have a boy and a girl. Uh, but the point is, uh, is that if the daughter then has children, or if the son has children, even if the son or daughter pass away, but since they already continued the chain, so then you continue to fulfill <coughs> the mitzvah. Uh, the Gemara does say that the story of Rosheshis and how he lost the ability to have children, the story was that uh, he was studying he was in the shear, he was in the class of Rufuna. Rufuna was giving a very long class. And um, he stayed and he stayed and he waited. He had to use the washroom. and But because he was so, as some of the commentators, commentators explained, he was so engrossed in the study of Torah, he, his, he was not aware of the fact that he had to use the washroom and it was just taking so, so long. And so it impacted his reproductive organs because the class took a very long time. And he uh, withheld from going to the uh, to the washroom because he was so engrossed in the study of Torah. We find this elsewhere as well. Rava 
uh, was also studying Torah and he was sitting on his fingers. His fingers were starting to bleed from, I guess, the position that he was in. But he didn't notice it because he was so engrossed in the study of Torah that the study of Torah, not that this is necessarily a, a, a good thing, but it, ha- but it happens for people who are so engrossed in the study of Torah that uh, they're, they're, they're unable to, to recognize the fact that uh, something else is also happening to their body. Okay. Amarle Rabba Lerava Barmari. I mean, it is a good thing to be engrossed in the study of Torah, but a person, if they have to, there is a halacha, that, there's a law that if they have to, if they recognize, they don't recognize it, they don't recognize it, but if they recognize it, they have to use the washroom, so then they would have to go. Uh, these rabbis were Sheshis and Rava, they didn't even recognize it. They were so engrossed that they did not even recognize uh, the fact that something else was happening to their body. So the Gemara now continues. Amalei Rabba Lerava Bar Mari. Rabba says to Rava Bar Mari, Minah Hamilsa Da Amar Rabbanon B'nei Banam Harehin Kebanam. How do we know? What's the source to say this idea that um, I understand the son's son and the daughter's daughter, but what about if it, that the, the granddaughter could continue uh, the daughter's and you can fill the mitzvah of the daughter if the daughter passes away through the granddaughter or the sons if this uh, uh, if there's a grandson. But how do we know if it's uh, the opposite? If it's the daughter's son, um, how do we know that uh, that also fulfills the mitzvah? So the Gemara says, um, by Lavan and Yaakov. Lavan says to Yaakov, these are my daughters and my children. And what does it mean, my children? It means my grandchildren, even though it's the uh, um, it's referring to the grandchildren. So the word says no. But he also says these are my my sheep, and so it's obviously not talking about uh, the fact that these are his sheep from uh, from a relationship perspective of. Uh, Right, so what does it mean that these are my sheep? El dekanis minai, hachanami dekanis minai. What Lavan is saying is that you have them all through me. You bought them through me. The sheep are mine, and I gave them to you. The daughters were mine, and I gave them to you. The grandkids are because of me. So it doesn't mean that it's uh, halakhically uh, a grandfather grandchild relationship. It means that you got them from me. So that can't be the source. El mehacha. Rather, this is the source. The source comes from the navi. From the from the story in the, by the Nevi'im, it says that Chetron married the daughter of Mechir. And it says that the children of Mechir were Mechokikim. And it says Yehuda from the tribe of Yehuda. Mechir was not from the tribe of Yehuda; he's from the tribe of Menashe. It says that his children are from Yehuda. How could it be that they're from Yehuda? It must be that it's referring to his grandkids. His daughter married somebody from Yehuda. And so his grandkids, it refers to his grandkids as his children, um, even though it's really his daughter's son. So we see from here that it is true that you could refer to uh, your own grandchildren, even if it's your daughter's son. If it's not the daughter's daughter or the son's son, but if it's the daughter's son, it could be viewed as a continuation, as uh, as really as your own as your own son. Okay, so that ends, that concludes um, that entire topic of... Um, of, of the grandchildren um, uh, acting and continuing this mitzvah that if they have a, a son or daughter and then the son or daughter has children of their own so then you continue f- to fulfill the mitzvah even though we follow the position of Rabbi Yochanan that if the son or daughter pass away so then you have not fulfilled the mitzvah but if they leave the children of their own so then they do in fact fulfill the mitzvah 
So we'll conclude with uh, this recording, and then there's a fascinating Gemara that's coming ahead of uh, different uh, different topics that we will discuss in the next recording.